Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. I had this idea for... Um a character named B. Ron Kytus. He's like based off an L. Ron Hubbard kind of guy, but he has he has bronchitis. He's got chronic bronchitis. B. Ron Kytus, and he's America's favorite um, sick. Uh, uh, America's number one. America's favorite sick motivational speaker or. Yeah, yeah. America's number one spiritual motivational speaker, Biron Kaitis. You guys, so I invented a character. His name is. When you guys loaded all the shit in just now? I invented a character named Biron Kaitis. Like an L. Yeah, like like an L. Ron Hubbard, but his name is Biron Kaitis. And he's like, "Mm, one thing (coughs) you have to remember is that you're all very spiritual and you're stardust. (coughs) And he's just always coughing. He's like America's number one favorite spiritual motivational speaker. America's number one favorite sick. Where'd you get Spiritual motivational speaker. Do you want to finish? Where did you get it? Oh, it's, there, there's only a few in the uh, in the that little tiny fridge. America's number one. Do you think it's going to affect my antibiotics? America's no, no. Well, no. America's favorite number one sick spiritual motivational speaker. B. Ron Kitus. <laughs> going to affect my uh, antibiotics. So he's he's based on like an L. Ron Hubbard, and so he he's a science fiction writer, but he also is is inventing his own religion. Maybe his followers just start fake coughing, just so they can be more uh, in tune with him. Biron Kitus. Biron Kitus. I'm gonna carry out the original plan. Why not? And then I'll I'll cover it up in a corner. Fair game. So I was thinking it'd be funny, like you said. Uh, we were talking about the Freddie Mercury song, Crazy Little Thing Called Love, which, uh... Who wrote that? Which is, uh, I think a remake. And then you told me that my grandma, re- which was the original, my grandma did the original, and then you said that my mama did a remake. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, that would be so awesome if there was, like, a family of musicians, and they keep doing remakes of each other's, of the same exact song. So it's passed through generation to generation. Like, like the, uh, like the Orbisons, or the, uh... Or the uh, Partridge family. Oh, yeah. The or Partridge the, family uh, always does that. They always do each other's other remakes. The, oh, the, oh, Williams. Bobby Hank Williams. And, uh, Hank Williams? Bobby Brown. Bo- no. Bobby, uh, the Bobby does, McGee. The one who does oh, the... Uh, Why, hello. Good day. Bobby Brown. Hey! Bobby Brown and the No Bohemians, right? That's what they call Say what? Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays and happy jolly haze. Um... You're on his podcast. Smells so, yeah, you're on the podcast, by the way. Your future self might be listening to this, but my future self definitely is. These all are all right. gifts for him. Why, hello there. Um, so how long did it take for you to set up the Christmas tree? I would say, how long did it take us to set up the fi- Christmas tree, Phil? All right. Do you remember how long it took us to set up the Christmas tree? That's true. Wait, you saw claymation specials? Yes, we we watched two claymation specials and Elf in the time that it took us to put up the tree. Good. Just think about that. All those vibes are stamped right into that tree. Yeah, yeah. We haven't yet watched Year Without a Santa Claus, but we will. Year Without a Santa Claus. We did go to the Island of Misfit Toys. Huh? We did not do the. Wait, Year Without a Santa Claus. Is that a Rudolph? You're without a Santa Claus. 
Was that's, that a claymation? I'm thinking of Rudolph's Shiny New Year, which is the really weird one with the buzzer and the little baby. Oh, Wait. yeah, that is weird. How many Rudolph's uh, shows were there? There were like half a dozen in the 60s and 50s, I think. Yeah, been here a lot. And then his Shiny New Year, which is the weird little baby. Does that come before or after the Yeti? Which, does that one come before or after the Yeti? The Yeti is in the same one as the uh, Year Without a Santa Claus. Yes. Oh, not not you. I'm sorry. The no, same one as the Misfit Toys, Rudolph. the Island of Misfit Toys, and the, the Yeti. Is, is the original yeah, the original. The original. Well, which one was the original one? With the Yeti. With the Yeti, yeah, and that's the, the very first one. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same one with uh, what's his name? The guy with the beard. Was that the same episode? Santa. No. <laughs> the younger one, yeah, Santa. Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, Yukon Cornelius. Yeah, the. Are you serious? They call him Yukon Cornelius. Yes, they do. My alias is always Cornelius. That's hilarious. Is it like what on dating apps? Thank you, buddy. Well, no, like if they ask me to put like <laughs> on your uh, CB radio. On my CB radio, I go as Cornelius. It's not uh, because uh, I like to pretend that I was actually named after the the. Uh... What's up, kiddo? Are we on podcast? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Of course we are. When Don't I say anything incriminating. when I would when I would substitute teach, the kids would ask me what my first name was, and I'm like, oh, Cornelius. I'm named after the the uh, the chimpanzee in Planet of the Apes. My parents really loved that movie, and so then, uh oh, oh, hi there. Hi there. George, go inside. Let's go in there. Oh, the cat. Cornelius. That's what I would tell the kids. They would get a good laugh. Cornelius. Four syllable first name. I think there were a lot more of those common back in the medieval times, huh? Well, they had more time. Yeah, they had more time to talk. Yeah. That's true. They tried talk probably talk slower. Yeah, I mean, I mean, otherwise they'd get bored, I would think. Yeah, they only had 25 years to live. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, that, that works out. If you're only going to live to be 25, but you don't have a lot to do, that's kind of the same as having a lot to do and living till 80. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It really is. It, it really puts the uh, relativity into time, doesn't it? It does, it does. Relati relativity indeed. Relatively, it does. Relatively, it does. Like those photos when you see the uh, the kids from the 1920s, they're like, "How how old were you there, Grandpa?" Oh, 16. And you're like, "Whoa, you you looked like you were like dead. already 40 years old." <laughs> dead. Like those kids, you looked like you were dead in that photo. It's so it's yeah, so crazy. Well, they had to sit for three hours just for the How's film to develop. Yeah, that's true. Does that make them age faster or slower? Sitting sitting. Sitting, waiting for the Actually, film. I think it's kind of a Dorian Gray situation, where mm -hmm. as long as the they don't look at the photo, mm. they stay young forever. Right. Yeah. Does it have something to do with not smiling, or does it just does it hurt to smile for twenty minutes while you're waiting for you them know, to take photos? I think it's more about how bad teeth were back then. Oh, okay. So they yeah, didn't yeah, want yeah. to show their bad teeth. George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, I had hey. so I had nothing to do with not not being happy then. It was just like no, we just don't want to show these awful teeth. Well, yeah, pretty much. I would say. And and I think too just like the Dorian Gray thing, if you have nasty teeth and you get braces later, but then you go back and look at the nasty teeth, they become nasty again. Boy, what a what a terrible terrible curse. Well, such as living in the 16, 17, 1800s or whatever. Me again. You're going to get Wait, I thought I thought you were in a different room. I was in two places at once. You got pee, right? Of course you yeah, were. Of course you are. What do you remember about uh, all those Rudolph, while you're walking, what, what do you remember about those Rudolph shows? The Rudolph shows? Yeah. Um, uh, We're trying to break them down. Pajamas, um, candy cane. That's right. They mostly wore pajamas in those shows. When you came home last night, George barked so loud that I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I'm sorry. I was like, oh my God. Was he happy to see you? George barks... It's his form of protecting us when he hears people come into the apartment or walking by the front door. It's super effective. Kitty, 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 come here. so loudly that even when you're in a state of awakeness, it, like, shocks the hell out of you. Oh, man. It's just disturbing. And when you're asleep, it's a hundred times worse. Oh, yeah, because you're probably in this deep sleep mode. Oh, yeah. Next thing you know, you're deep like, sleep, And you're sitting there, and then you're just <laughs> Oh, man. That's what happens to me. Is, what time did it was only like 12.45. Well, no, I, I picked someone up at the airport at one Kitty, you are so cute. You are so How cute. You are so cute. How were they? It was loopy. How was the date? It wasn't a date. 
Oh my gosh. You're so cool. You're so cool. So did you go for a ride, Philip? A ride where? Is this why your helmet's out? Oh, I didn't go for a ride today. It's raining out. I don't, I don't ride in the rain. What are, the, what, what are these? Are these speakers Those so are air holes people can heat when you're riding? Oh, gotcha. It doesn't get too hot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Soon there'll be little cameras back here, and then it'll beam what you see in there. On they the make cameras that attach to your helmet, so if somebody hits you, you have, you know, the hit and run or whatever, or there's a question of who is at fault. I can imagine these as lenses. Yeah. Do they make helmets that like just cool your head? Like, you know, you flip a switch and it shoots like an air conditioning I don't know, maybe. through your brain. One would think. Do they have visors that are um, that they beam? Like, you know, like a virtual reality helmet. Can can they? Oh, yeah. Will they show images Actually, on there like Google a glasses? W helmet that has what's called a heads-up display, like pilots use in airplanes. Like, like you see an Iron Man? Yeah. It's like, uh -huh. And it'll, it'll uh, give you a heads-up display for like your GPS that you have running. It's and, awesome. Uh, text messages and things like that so you don't have to look at your phone. But that helmet alone is like a grand. Hmm. I just want the listeners at home know, uh, to know that this is the sound of me filling my water bottle, not something else. Okay. Yeah. Kirk did not follow me into the restroom. Although, he has before on the podcast. Philip, tell, tell us about your bowel movement today. What have, uh, what have you been eating? That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, fresh spring water. This microphone, I absolutely love. Everything about it. Picks up stuff so good. What about Laverne? Are you sick? Are you coughing because you're sick? Yeah, but I've been antibiotics. Uh, I've been, uh, I had... I'm already imagining him hopping up on the couch playing a saxophone. Without warning. <laughs> oh, and then I had pneumonia, and I'm now seven days into taking doxycycline. So pneumonia. 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 Oh, no. This is what I've sounded like. For like the last six weeks. Now you've I'm evolved. I'm glad you're getting better. I don't feel sick, which is great. Do you feel that you've evolved? But I also haven't had any milk or alcohol in the last seven days. So I'm sure once I go back to that. And smoking too. Once you start eating cheese wheels again. Yes. What about the, uh, so the alcohol gives, gives you phlegm? I never knew this. Aspect. No, it just interacts with my antibiotics. Oh, gotcha, 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 I'd be interested to know how many. Floor, be interested though. to know how many have scientists you told your podcast listeners about this Oh, I really ought. I'm glad you did. It's, this it's is a. This is a. This is a much larger train, in person. <laughs> what I really want to do I'm is. Sure you do. It's a very impressive train. I want to. Um, I saw a video. Like put a GoPro on the top too. of it or something. Is it what? true that smoke, co smoke comes out of your your smokestack too? It's like a. Is it like it a? It does, and it and it has their different scents. Dude. What? You can yeah, put like cinnamon an and candy that's cane. That's awesome, yeah, I mean, dude. We don't have all those things, but they, but yes. Pine. Pine. I think we do have pine. What about what about pine? pine? That what would be amazing. Oh yeah, pine. Pine would be good. Was there? A, uh, is that an Irishman? For yeah. A second? For pumpkin pie. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. Does it make the pumpkin pie? Does it? Would yeah. I guess. Pine public uh public pie, uh pumpkin pie. What is what is what are some of the other uh, nice smells that you associate with? Let's say Halloween. Oh, I did have a good pumpkin Christmas. pie over Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had a great. Get a good. What kind? Great, uh, pumpkin pie over Thanksgiving Ooh. break. Mm -hmm. It was very cinnamony. Did you put? Do you like cinnamon but, in your pumpkin pie? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 I do. I do. That's not a uh, euphemism either. The, cin the cinnamon in the pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's yeah. not a euphemism. I'm not, I'm not asking you if you want me to put my cinnamon in your pumpkin pie. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. I know. I, got, I catch your drift. My drift? Yeah. My derivative? I catch, I catch your derivative. You guys have, like, baseball cards with your stage names on them. Yes! I like how yes. this guy thinks. I agree. What about, um, um, 
stickers. Tell me more. We don't have any stickers. You could have stickers. You could have T-shirts. You could have a calendar. How many members of the band are there? Seven. And it feels like 42 sometimes. Does it feel like there are a lot more of us than there really are? So you could still do like group photos for the other five months? Yes. Group, yeah, group photos. Ooh, yeah. Like um, right different seasons. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a special holiday one at the end. <laughs> Ooh, like. Uh, We're going to do a calendar, Philly. Oh, interesting. Ooh, a sexy calendar? Yes, a sexy calendar. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. So, that calendar. would be hilarious. Can we rent a fire truck? <laughs> okay, well, here's my idea for December. Rob is baby Jesus in the manger only wearing a diaper. Oh, that's good. With drumsticks in his hands. <laughs> Rob, baby Jesus. I so want to do that again. Oh, man. Computer, turn on the Christmas tree. What? And the barn animals? Dude. Oh, my goodness. Computer, turn on the string lights. This Computer, man has... A... give me a hot cocoa. This man... <laughs> <laughs> it just pours on your head from the sky. Sorry, I'm not sure. She can't do hot cocoa. But computer, this is not like, TV. Computer, this is not the, the TV. The AI is is waking up. What? The AI is waking, waking up more and more. I, I told it to um, use computer instead of Alexa. Or small. Oh, or small. Nice. How do you change the name? How do you change the name? In the Alexa app. Is it like, hey, like you do with Siri, from now on I'm going to call you blah blah, or you have to type it in. Computer, watch MSNBC. I can't believe you can't call it like, hey, dumbass. You couldn't find what? What was that, Susan? Her name is Susan? Hey, Susan, wash my dishes. How'd you connect your TV to your computer? So I got a uni- this universal remote that is yes. made by Logitech yes. right here this because one? I was sick. Wait, of what time remote. should we get out of here? Six remotes. What time? What time should we get out of here? Six, we have like six uh, remotes, door. right? So I got this universal remote, and there's this base station here. This is enabled to work with the Alexa app. So when you talk to Alexa, then it. it will talk to that thing, and it will oh, yeah. adjust things. Incredible. So you can say, it's a gift to computer. Play video games. Oh, maybe it's Computer, change TV to video game input. So did you have to program this universal remote? Yeah. How did you figure that out? There's it, it an app for it. Yeah. And you program the app and then it syncs to the base. Beep, 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 beep. It's pretty good. Ladies it's and gentlemen, R2-D2 has entered the building. Inspirado Projecto. You just heard the official Inspirado Projecto theme song. They have a Santa Claus here who looks like the, the Santa from uh, the Ru- Speak of the Rudolph show. And then they have uh, Nut from the Nutcracker Suite. That was always such a cool story. Ladies and gentlemen, we will come back later, most likely in a in a uh, well while crazy stuff is. I think I think I see a TARDIS on the tree. There's a TARDIS on the tree. That's kick ass. That's kick ass. There's a TARDIS on the tree. That's phenomenal. Whose is that? Dude, that's awesome. Whoa, whoa. Dude, incredible. Tardis on the tree, dude. Take care, Mon Frere. Say what? Oh, why, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hey, have a good one. Maybe even a good two. Yeah, or three. Don't, yeah, don't limit it to three. Do you have everything in your bag, Bill Yoshi? Where's your gate tonight? Ladies and gentlemen. Moonshine Beach in San Diego. Oh, my. Yeah, two yes. Hours, yes. 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 I get the nap on the way home at Philly's driving. Yay! Are you driving on the way home? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mad at Rob. What? What do you make you do? Have you looked at our itinerary this weekend? Oh, yeah. yeah that's a crazy one. Yeah, we go from San Francisco to Yerba Buena. It's like literally a No, we go from Simi Valley. We finish our gig at 12.30, 1 o'clock. Yep. Load in. 
Six sleep o'clock. for three or four hours, three or four drive hours. to San Francisco, play a gig there till 12.30, drive an hour, 90 minutes to a hotel, uh-huh. then leave at 5.30 to drive the rest of the way oh, to go behind So we'll get like maybe two hours of sleep. Both uh, nights. Coffee time, ladies and gentlemen. Coffee, coffee time. Coffee time, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be, this is going to be full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. Coffee time, coffee time. If you could see outside, ladies and gentlemen, we've got ooh the silver lining. You know they always talk about that. Every cloud has a silver lining. Well, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Holy cow, man. They had the news on. They had the TV there. Did you feel me falling into that lull while I was sitting there, man? I started feeling it. I, whew, I can only imagine. I can only imagine what would happen if I were to let myself watch the news. Oh, my God. Wow, man. They talk in such a way that hypnotizes you. Hypnotizes you. Hypnotizes you. Would you like to have a shotgun or would you like to sit in the front? No, I'll sit in the back. I have work to do, so you guys oh, do chat. Good, good, good. And that way I won't inhibit the fun, the insanity. Are we doing the, uh, are we doing crazy thing called love today? Tonight? Uh, I think we, our plan was to run it at sound check and, uh, see how it goes. I mean, I, all I have to do is sing through that song like one time. Mm-hmm. I'll take a look at the lyrics on the way down, but it should be. All right, so it's so it's cool forward. if we play it in the car on the way up there and everything, right? Oh, yeah, Just because I'm still trying to dial in the Paul says no. hand claps it's and the exact. Be tough <laughs> the hand claps, the the clickety clacks, the. Um, Tommy's going back to the, Dave, ooh. I was like, where's Tommy going to fit? Oh, yeah. It's the third row, baby. Oh, wait. Oh, so t- we are picking up Tommy. No, I think he's going Oh, we're not Dave. picking up Tommy. He's oh, going gotcha. back with Dave? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, Dave oh, gotcha. Anyway. Dave has room. Ladies and gentlemen, you just okay, heard. So wait, let's just do an inventory. I got my... You got my mic stand? I didn't yeah. get it. I got didn't pack that. Yeah. Got my... Where's the food thing? That's in the backpack. Do you need immediate access uh, to that? Yeah, I'll get it. I'll grab it. Okay. I mean, we'll probably stop it. Food thing. Da-na-na-na-na. Food thing. Oh, those saxophone things that you sent me, man, I've been jip, 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 sneaking them on the you have? On episodes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's so much fun. It's so cool, dude. It's so good. Computer. Closed door. <laughs> Computer. Start car. Computer. Isn't that cool, though? That's so dude, awesome. that is really crazy. I'm kind of geeking out about it. Man, I... And you can figure out new things that it can so do crazy. all the time, you can right? actually do yeah, something like, like that. They're constantly adding skills for it. What's that do? guy if he can spare a Coke? Oh you got an gosh. extra Sprite? <laughs> really thirsty. What else, what else are you going to try to make it do, Philly? Can uh, you make it run the train? Move the train uh, along? I could figure out a way to, like, we have, Dude, you um, gotta be kidding me. We have these things called smart outlets, and I could plug the train transformer into that and, like, set it to... I've got one of those in our bedroom, Set right? it to momentum, which is, like, it Whoa. basically starts out at a slow speed and gradually ramps it mm-hmm. up. Whoa! Yeah, so we could, I could put the smart plug on that and turn it on via that way, but it's basically just, like, an on and off switch. But That's still, incredible. I mean, it still gets the job done. You know? I know. That is awesome. Ours is, Alexa, turn on bedroom light. And then we don't even have to flip the switch. Yeah, we do that too. Isn't it? You have it too, then. Yeah. And then, and then, can you change it to, what kind of names can you change it to? Yeah, what Can you give me control for the back here? Oh, yeah, just press on. I did, it didn't work. Oh. Oh, I gotta turn it on to begin with. There we go. So how did you, how did you end up changing its name? Oh, it's in the app. And then can do you, are there what are all the choices? Uh, Alexa, computer, and Amazon. Oh gotcha. Oh, uh, you can't change it to sweet cheeks? No. Hot stuff? Oh. Besides what would I call you then? Yeah. Oh right. It'd get what I was at your yeah. place. Yeah, okay, sweet cheeks and you'd be like, yes, Phil, and then it would be like, Yes, how can I help you? Like, That's right. And you're like, huh? Oh, so you have two two Say, sec, two well, slacks. You have two sex slaves at that point. Numero numero dose. 
I suppose, as they would say. Hey, what do you see on the left side, which is on the driver's side, Stoney? What do you see there? 76er. 76 is always yeah. on the driver's yeah, side. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing that that happened at the exact same moment you, you and Christian mm-hmm. had that commercial came out right when you were sitting over there in front of one. That was were you parked? synchronicitous. Or were you driving? You were driving like, much like this. In fact, I'm having deja vu right now. Dude, I love it. Oh, wow. Doesn't that give power to some source in the in the universe or something whenever I, you have deja vu? I, I are you extracting idea. power? Are you contributing power to the universe or are you extract when you have deja vu? Well, I, I like to, I like to pretend that uh, I'm touching ground with another, like I'm another hitting plane. the baton to another parallel universe. Like I'm, yeah. I've just clicked over. That's the way I play with it my, in my, in my cool. own way. And it's it's fun because it's like we're going okay. It's like the prince switching places with the pauper type of thing. Hey, uh, my wife's selling that white saxophone to one of her students. Oh, really? What happened? I'm to the, getting my money back. What happened? Oh, it it didn't work too well for you. Oh, no, it, it broke like five songs in. No, no just, way! I just don't like it. How? Oh, that's too bad. It's fine. It's in great oh. shape. Because I saw you pick up the other saxophone during like, the show. It's like I've been I've been with the same woman for like 32 years. And it's just not right. It doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm cheating. And the sound on my other horn is just so, so good. Yeah, it's so much better. I mean, that was the first thing I noticed. Was like, like I work so hard. My wife's right. She's like, I've worked so hard. I've modified my horn. I've added all these things to it. You're going it. right here, buddy. You're going right here. Oh, I am? Yeah, you don't want to go around this. You made this mistake last time. Oh, I did. Sorry, people behind me. Ladies and gentlemen, we have officially entered the road. This dumb truck up here, this big the truck, the truck that Polly's talking about. It's, it's a, like it's a large orange truck, and it has. It's got a backhoe on it. Y- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I it's got you like a. Love uh, those yo, I got to say, growing up in the ghetto, I had plenty of backhoes. It was kind of a farm, and we had sort of like our own farm in the backyard, and so we had a lot of backhoes back there. Uh, I had a garden shed where I particularly took my backhoes. Uh, I placed all my backhoes in that garden shed. Not that's all not day. It's more of a garage almost. Yeah, that's right. It's right. Isn't that what it was? You just called the garage the shed? Yeah, that's where we kept all the gardening tools. Because uh, I had a garden on the side of the house. And that's where I planted my tomatoes and some celery. Because I like putting my peanut butter on the celery. That tastes real good. And then you put some raisins on top of it. That's a really tasty treat. <laughs> That's a tasty treat. Mmm, I love me my peanut butter. <laughs> I love me my wife, Coco, and I also like my peanut butter. So it's like, when I put the peanut butter on Coco, it's like I'm having Reese's peanut butter cup. I'm trying to drive. My, my wife Coco, she tastes so good. You can't drive. Especially can't with drive. the especially with the PB. Can't see. Laughing so hard. And Stop then, a, it, I and see. then of course, uh, sometimes on the side of the on the mantelpiece, I put some uh, iced tea, and then other times I put hot tea. Sometimes my palate just wants to either taste something cold or something hot, so I give it that choice, and when it wants to in that moment. Ladies and gentlemen, it just rained outside. And by rain, I'm talking about water falling from the sky. There was a bunch of water that fell from the sky. And I got to tell you, this green is real green. This is the color of the rainbow kind of green, if you know what I mean. This is real juicy. Very juicy. Juicy like a jujubee. Jujubee on a hot day. I love me my candy, especially when I put the peanut butter on my cocoa. My old boy, my wife, she is quite the candy. I call her the candy woman because she gave me the candy. And then sometimes I drink a hot tea, but if not, then I drink the cold tea. Oh, oh we got we got someone on the telephone right now. Yo, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna crawl back into this glove compartment. See you guys later. Oh, my, my iced tea. Wow, he just, iced tea was just here. He climbed out of the glove compartment and just crawled right back in there. Did someone call me? No, no, iced tea. You can go down. Oh, oh, it's off yet. So iced tea just popped out of the glove compartment and it's something that I would never have expected. Especially in this day and age. 
you can't put you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen any time of the day. Any time of the night. The afternoon, even. No way of predicting it. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. These are the situations that um, one might deal with. Particularly while um, traveling you know, I'm not sure where through the town of California, um, through the entire I, I, I town, through the huge metropolis city of California. Very, very curious. Very, very curious. Very, very curious. Very, very curious. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going. We are going and to if I, you know, if I was violating uh, come back. We are coming back with more shenanigans later on. You're listening to Inspire Projecto Radio. Great. Hold on, everybody. You know the trick about stopping short? Articulated enunciations. Uh, put your hazards on. Enunciated articulations. Articulated enunciations. Enunciated articulations. Is that why people pump their brakes so they can see your uh, lights flashing? Ah. Oh, there it is. Maybe. Look at that. We're just talking to Rudolph. There's Rudolph. Meet Rudolph and friends. November 17th, January 6th, SeaWorld Christmas celebration. Meet Rudolph. Huh. I wonder if any of the creators of the Rudolph shows are still alive and if they're still doing stop motion. Yeah, but isn't it all stop motion via CGI now? Uh, yes. It's Wes Anderson really. did a stop oh, motion movie. That's right, The Incredible Mr. Fox. Ah, yes. Oh, what else? Another one? He. Oh. I think there's one called what, Isle of Dogs. I think that's also stop motion. Oh, I didn't know that one. Oh. Is that Wes Anderson? Uh, yes. And I also saw a trailer for a movie that uh, I can't remember if Charlie Kaufman... I, yeah, Charlie, Charlie Kaufman. I can't remember if he wrote it or if he directed it or both. But that's also a stop motion thing. And that looks... I mean, like I was crying looking at these, these sad stop-motion creatures, so you must be doing something right. Uh, Charlie Kaufman, who did uh, Being John Malkovich, and... Is related to Andy Kaufman? That would be awesome if we found out they were, like, cousins of some nature, but as far as I know, no. But they are both mind-benders, that's for sure. Did you ever see Adaptation? Um, is that a song? There's a movie that, uh, Charlie Kaufman put together. Oh. Nicholas Cage is in it. He plays twins, which are representative, well, of Charlie Kaufman and his non existent twin brother, Doug, or something like that. But it's, I mean, it's a total fractal of itself. It's, it, it, you know, they, you know, the term meta, it's like, it's incredibly meta. It's always commenting about itself. It's a pretzel, it's a Mobius strip. I mean, it just keeps. Because Charlie, Ka- so Nicolas Cage plays Charlie, Ka- the name Charlie Kaufman in the movie, and he's trying to adapt this book, and he wants to just simply adapt the book. He doesn't want to have to make it into a Hollywood kind of movie, you know, just to sell tickets or whatever. But his twin, his twin brother starts learning how to write screenplays and and starts writing these, you know, action-packed screenplays, you know, like Hollywood-type movies. And so he ends up finishing up other, up the other half of Charlie's, Charlie's movie. And so while you're watching this movie, the movie suddenly becomes an action movie. <laughs> it goes from telling a story simply about a book to then becoming an action movie so that the movie itself ends up becoming the movie that the two guys write within that movie. <laughs> oh, my God, it's astounding. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's so good. I think Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is one of the most misunderstood, most talented, most uh, 
prolific actors of our time and age. Nicholas so Cage. Fun to watch. What do you think? What do you think, Philly? Uh, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I I don't uh, I don't find him believable in any instances. He's very uh, versatile. He's a different character. In I like some every of his movie. character actors, but most of the time, I find that his acting is very very over the top. And I love it. Eccentric. It's like Hallmark. Without, Hallmark like, movies. I can't get enough. <laughs> like I really liked him in The Rock. I really liked him in Raising Arizona. Oh yeah. Um, and I really liked him in Leaving Las Vegas. What about uh, American Treasure? Not a big fan. Oh, the best best one. one ever. It's like an Indiana Jones kind they of. They make movie, a right? remake. There's like a two, a second one too. Oh, they got two. Is yeah. he still the same? Is he in it too? Hunting America's Tree. Yeah, I mean, Treasure Maps and. That's yeah. probably a series they can just keep going on and on. Well, in the back of the like Constitution of the United States, yeah. Why do you suppose a lot of times movies, uh, like if they do sequels, if they'll round it off in a trilogy, why do you suppose it's rare for it to keep going? Like, yeah, James Bond really pulls it off. They just keep going. That's because James Bond had a, uh, a good, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk more later. Because it's a phenomenal story, and I think it's important we record this for posterity, perhaps even pre-sterity. Just your story uh, about the the crazy harrowing experience that you that you escaped. Sure, let me turn this volume down on the game here if I can. This is an astonishing story, and I thought this was important that he shared it while it was still fresh, while it was still in his brain. While the adrenaline was still flowing at an all-time high, because I got to tell you, when he told me, holy moly, holy moly, I got to tell you, I just had an improv class where we talked about how the differences between when you feel fear or anger or laughter or sadness and, you know, whether you're loose or whether you're tight. And it was crazy. When you told me that story, I felt everything getting tight with him. You're like, oh, no. It's a very fearful story. So what, what was, what, what set it up for us, please? So the setup is... I left Los Angeles this morning and I took the Amtrak Pacific Surfliner from Los Angeles to San Diego and had a nice window seat, nice peaceful ride. It was a little rainy day, but still got, you know, the, the Pacific Surfliner goes right by the coast, literally like the water comes right up to the train at some point. It's Whoa. Crazy. Yeah. Whoa. It's, it's kind of really, uh, really cool. And you don't really yeah. experience something like that elsewhere. It's so like anyway, a submarine almost. So I get to the stop in San Diego to get to our gig tonight. And I get off the train. And I'm looking at my phone, trying to figure out where I'm going to call an Uber to get to come to Moonshine Beach. This is where we're playing tonight. And I realize I didn't grab my Garmin bag with my Yachtly Crew outfit, costume, whatever you want to call it. And so my heart sinks, and I turn around because I need to go back, run on the train, and the train is already moving down the tracks to the next station. So I. So it didn't strike you until after you had already gotten far enough away, right, and it's already and pulling out of the station. Already, the train was already pulling out on, on the way to the next stop. Uh, so luckily, there were t- uh, taxis lined up right outside the train, and I just jumped in and took the first taxi, and I said, "Follow that train." And uh, but I also knew where Dude. the I knew where the. Uh, train was going like the next stop and uh, and the taxi driver actually did too because you know I'm sure he deals with he picks up people there all the time and I did was, you tell the taxi driver at yeah, all like, this story I, I lost I lost my garment bag it's on that train I was like I gotta get there as soon as possible and he's like don't worry about it he actually was like don't worry about it it happens all the time which oh was my like, god was like, amazing made me feel a little better yeah so you would think the story ends there but I, so I drive to San Diego, obviously the next stop in San Diego, and my heart's racing, because, you know, when you get, when you're nervous that you might lose your stuff, and like, we have the show tonight, and if I lose this garment bag, like, we're in trouble, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh boy, I need to get this. <laughs> oh God. So, and, yeah, I, so and like, it's a race against time, because I don't know if the train's going to stop, if that's the last stop at the next station, I kind of think it is, but I'm not sure, and then, oh, you, but then you don't even know if it's the last stop, does it? just turn around and start going back to the other, like get passengers get on board and then it goes the other way so I'm like I don't know what the hell to do so I get there Oof. and I jump out of the um, the taxi and uh, some more backstory for this I had sinus surgery last week so I've been I've had a somewhat of a mucusy bloody nose for a, a week and a half and uh, but it's been fine the last two days and I didn't think anything of it 
and I get out of the taxi and all of a sudden my nose starts bleeding. Not just like, oh, dripping blood. Like, it's like a faucet. Like, just oh, pumping man. blood out of oh, me. And I'm like, oh. Man. And I have one tiny tissue in my pocket. You know, when you have like a tissue that's randomly in your pocket oh, for whatever reason. So I'm trying to plug up my nose with this tissue. And I'm at the train station in San Diego. And there's one bathroom there. And I go into the men's bathroom to try to, I'm like, I'm going to get some more paper towels. They have zero paper towels in there. Not even that they ran out. They just didn't have any. It was like a, only the air blowers. So, hey, what's up? Come on out here for a second if you don't mind. All right, let's put a pause on this. Okay. How many times have you been on the podcast? Part two. Times? I need to hear his part two, his part two story. He just gave us the part, part one. This is a cliffhanger. Ends in a cliffhanger. Oh, you know, the good news is, is that uh, Polly's here. Oh, what are you doing, Polly? Paul, what are you doing? What's happening over here in this corner? With I'm assembling a machine that induces and increases the sexual hormones. Mm. Here, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Great intermission. So, your nose is bleeding all over the place. My nose is bleeding all over the place, and I go in the bathroom and there's no tissues. So I'm like, oh, I, I gotta get tissues somehow. Like I'm literally bleeding and there's no tissues around. And how far away? Give us an idea as to how far away you were from the where the actual door was, and in relation to where you had to get to. Well, once you get out of the taxi cab. Taxi. I mean, the door wasn't far. It was just a sidewalk away. You dropped me right at the train station door. But oh, then you okay. Walk, so you walk in the train station, there's a bathroom to the right. Right. So I'm like, I run in there and there's no tissue. So now I'm like, what do I do? So I look at the ticket counter. I'm like, I'm going to go to the ticket counter. They're going to have some kind of napkin or something. And I'm like waving at the people and they kind of don't know what I'm doing because I'm like <laughs> holding my nose and there's a line of people and oh, I'm just kind of like, I'm like, I gotta, oh, cut this, I gotta cut this line because it's kind of an emergency, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm kind of like flashing my bloody nap, my bloody Kleenex to everybody. Like, I gotta, I gotta go in front of you. So I, I go up to the thing and I'm like, I need a tissue. And they're like, wait. And I'm like waiting for like a minute while they're looking for oh, tissues God. and I'm trying to hold it. Oh, geez. They finally come back with like a stack of the paper towels. Dude. Which was very helpful. I see the hourglass. So the so, sand is yeah, falling yeah. through. So now this whole time, I'm like, my bag is still on the train. And yeah. I haven't got to the train yeah. yet. You Ooh. know what I mean? So I'm like freaking out in multiple aspects of it. So I plug up my nose real quick. And then I run out to the train station. And I'm like, okay, I see the train. I, and I'm good. The train's still there. I'm just going to run on and grab my bag. I go, the door's locked on the train. Oh. So I got to flag some guy down. There's nobody around on the dock. Everybody has already deboarded de the train. And uh, I finally see a guy coming down. I'm like waving at him frantically. I'm like, dude, I, I, he's like, what? He's like, what do you need? And I was like, I left my bag on the on the train. I was like, can was I get on? Was it about on? to take can, off can too? I, get on? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I'm like, can I get on there? He's like, I'll, he's like, I'll go on for you and, and look for it. I'm like, okay, it's a blue garment bag. And I'm sweating it out. You know, hopefully it's still there. Nobody grabbed it or whatever. And luckily he came out and he had the bag. Dude. So now I've spent money on a taxi all the way to downtown San Diego. Now i got to take an Uber all the way to Moonshine Beach, which is in the opposite direction. Oh, God. So man, uh, the, the Uber driver was thankfully very nice and gave me a bunch of tissues and all that. Oh, that's good. And uh, I got here. And I'm here and I'm still bleeding a little bit. And we have to go on stage in white clothes. So that's going to be fun. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Every once in a while, we think about merchandising for uh, Yachtly Crew, just funny stuff for merchandising. I'm thinking another one we could add to the list is a, um, like a bib. bib. Yeah, <laughs> for those who yeah. can have bloody noses. You know, right. some for, kind of... For our fans that like to do cocaine, their, and their, and their nose bleeds a lot. We don't do that. And I'm th band. We're I, not that kind of rock and roll. Well, band. and I'm thinking too. Some of these folks have allergies. You know, that's true. <laughs> you allergies know, too. Maybe, yeah. Oh god, how gross would that be? <laughs> Just collecting snot. But maybe there's like a little fanny pack of uh, Kleenex. Gosh, that'd be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should just carry one around with me all the time. Yeah, yeah. 
You know, I'm thinking too, it would be great too, uh, because these are so very valuable to us. You know, we always have the check before I leave my house. There's the dummy check. I'm like three. I'm like, okay, do I have my sunglasses? Do I got my hat? Do I got my, you know, sleeve things? Do I got my, you know, you, you just go through the list and you're like, oh God, did I leave it in the house? Did I not? And uh, for something that precious, I mean, that's like the superhero costume, dude. Imagine Batman leaves his costume, like, in the freaking Batmobile. Batmobile gets towed, and he's like, what am I going to do? I'm Bruce Wayne. That's Joker. I can't defeat this dude. But I'm curious as to whether, sorry, uh, as to whether my stressed-out state caused the nosebleed or if it was just a coincidence and I would happen to. Because it hasn't been bleeding the last couple of days. Uh, you know, it's one of those not to get too gross with everybody, but had sur- surgery, so it's like, you know, when you, there's a bit of a runny nose, the constant runny nose, and yeah. you can hear me, I'm still congest- congested from the surgery. And, uh, but it hasn't been like a faucet or at all the last couple of days, and then all of a sudden, that's why I didn't have any tissues on me. I was like, oh, I'm on the bed, I'm doing better, blah, blah, blah. You and felt then, like everything was healing up, everything was yeah. cool. Now, do you think it was, I think you were saying, like, your heart was just racing. I, it was I, like, I, ah, I was I'm pumping up the blood. I'm wondering if that's what it was. But, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen while we're on stage tonight. My, test, you know, my heart, you get the adrenaline going when you have a bunch of fans cheering for you, so. Dude, and there's a lot of jumping around up yeah, there. Sure so, okay. so, are you going to. going to be interesting. Are you going to carry a utility belt full of uh, Kleenex? Maybe. The problem yeah, is... Yeah, they crew fanny packs of Kleenex. Stuff, I would just stuff my nostrils with Kleenex, but, like, the fans are going to be able to look up the stadium. Dude, that makes it so awesome, though, because they'll be like, yeah, remember that night Tommy had the Kleenex in his nose? I wish we were playing, like, an apple night, so that everybody would be above us, and then I could play, uh, you know, I could stuff up the nostrils. With with flesh-colored, uh, with flesh-colored Kleenex. <laughs> just, 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 oh, nostrils. It'll be great, See, this is how they tell the shows apart. Cause they're like, oh, yeah, we had that one where Tommy had the Tom Selleck mustache. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember that show. And then, oh, remember that show? He had the Kleenex in his nose. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That one. Oh, yeah, I remember this. So they become these benchmarks for remembering. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll, and maybe we can just tell the fans that I did too much cocaine backstage. That would be great. That could, that could be that part could, of your character. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Looks great. Hence all the, all of his energy up on stage. This, uh, this guy carves through... I, like I imagine when you when you're when you're when you're playing that guitar, I'm imagining like you're just surfing through these whoosh, these waves. It's crazy. Like, like, dude, it's just ooh, it's just man, it's really good. You recreate all the music really, really well. It's really cool, man. It's just great. Trying to stay faithful to what the greats did, you know. Such great music, so we we're just lucky we got to play it. So Hotel play California. Play. I mean, dude, it's crazy. The ooh, it's just really neat. It's great seeing you guys trade off up on stage, between uh, <laughs> Philly and then uh, you and then you. I see you look, give him a look, and then there's Paul. Yeah, you and Paul bouncing off each other. It's we're really all the cool. Tape. We we do the melody, you know. Rob and Chaz and you kind of hold on the rhythm. Wait, it's neat because yeah. you're you're a, you'll mean, be you, on like one of the crates. He'll be on the other uh, crate, and you guys are like, oh gosh, which one is it? Which one is it? There are a couple of those songs where you you reminds me of like the old uh, like the uh, you know it's like the dueling banjos or something. Yeah, except not as folky. Yeah, yeah, a little more smooth. The dueling the the dueling yacht the dueling yacht. Yacht buoys. Oh yeah, the, the the dueling yacht buoys. And what's so cool is the fact that we got those little lights up there. When you push the button on the on the uh, on the thing, it lights up, so it becomes this like your own little spotlight. And then the way that the the uh, fog comes through, wouldn't that be neat to go into? You know, we all, like I, so many times I hear about how parallel universes are just actually happening concurrently. They're all happening in the now, but you know, just like in different layers. And if we were to play with that kind of idea that ooh, all these all these different layers are going on. Yeah. So if the past and the present and future are all happening simultaneously, I wonder, like, hmm, like uh, pa- Polly and I were talking in the car. Is there a way to give your past self? Advice, your past. Okay, just as we would want to get up our past self advice right now, could our future self give this moment right now, which is its past self, some kind of advice? Like right now, could I just go, hey, future self, tell me what I need to know right now? And it's it's like thinking, you know, oh, we always have the hindsight is twenty twenty. So 
what if we do, what if we're thinking in the hindsight in the present tense? And so that way our future self can tell us what we need to know in that moment. Dude, I had... My future self could tell me what the lottery numbers are going to be. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be cool if we could do that? Like, if we could just sort of, like, give that high five to our future self and go, Hey, dude, tell me some information right now that I need to know. And then I started thinking, well, maybe that's what those synchronicities are about. Maybe that's what those coincidences are about. They're these little surprise nuggets and little, uh, little jewels of information that our future self is giving us as little clues to lead us towards that. Now... I think I would just like to have the, like, okay, here's the information. They set it down. I go, okay, thanks for the information. This will help out. Can you imagine how even faster you could evolve with your intelligence? Whoa. What? Dude, you. you could you could hook that up to this, dude. Oh, my God, dude. Dave just brought, Dave just brought, um... Th- this oh, okay, it's got so you just games oh my it. god, uh, and, and it's got two controllers. This is so crazy. I've been playing more video games lately. I was playing, I was playing Undead Nightmare. Do you know what that is? What is Red Dead Redemption? Look at how it's... quickly he left you, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what? I'm not as good as a no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, that's a side note. That's a side note. Um, thank you, by the way, for bringing your steamer. Uh, you're welcome. Although I didn't realize those have ironing board in an iron. Oh, here, that's so good. That's really good. The steamer is awesome, though. I feel like it happens faster. It helps out like much, much quicker. You think so? I mean, yeah, it, for me anyway. Well, hey, then you're welcome. It's the illusion. Of- <laughs> I feel like the. You're right. It is faster, but I feel like the iron gives you more of a, a press. You know. Yeah. 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 Plus, I like the fact that it's like a mini fog machine. It's pretty cool. You just like, ah, you just yeah. shooting the clothes with it. I mean, we got to look sharp up there on stage. It's important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you think that the more that you're feeling in sort of like in sync and in rhythm and, and just kind of in line with your with your true purpose and you're following your heart and following your truth, just really being in that zone, do you feel that you uh, can sort of amplify your knowledge and your intelligence and, and the amount of information that you can sort of soak up at once? Do I think I can amplify it? Yeah, by being so just in that zone, in that focus. I mean, sure. I I think it's more of just if you're if you're in the zone and in focus, you're not thinking about other stuff. You're just focused on what. That's what you know. If a basketball player talks about being in the zone, it's when your your mind isn't wandering at all, and you are one hundred percent focused on what you have to be doing, and everything's clicking on all cylinders. So outside knowledge and all that, I don't think that plays into being in the zone per se or in the in the focus. Do you feel when you're in that focus, do you feel like, it almost feels like when you're in that zone, you're in that focus, it's effortless because you're just kind of let, letting that, you know, it's just kind of moving you along and it takes a lot less energy to actually kind of do that. Do you feel that that well, works for you in that situation? I guess I would need a specific to, example, but if you mean like you're playing play guitar, on stage... Like, uh, like when you're, um, well, what yeah, I love about what I love about playing playing uh, guitar mm-hmm. or playing basketball, those are the two things that I love. Uh, they're both like physical and mental, right? And that's what it's like. I'm not a big fan of running because it's such a physical thing, and I know runners will tell me it's mental too. Like the challenge is mental, yes, but your brain can just kind of zone out if you want. Or you can, you know, and some people like that. I like my brain to be going at all times, mm. which, because that helps me be in the zone. And it's the same thing with guitar playing. I'm, you're physically, you know, focused. And your, your, your motor skills are going. Your, your muscle memory is going. But also, you have to be using your brain. So yes. you, it forces you to be 100% present. Yeah. Or mostly present, at least. So you can't... You can't be at your best if you're not 100% in the moment and focus on what you're doing, Now, which is what I love about both those things. Do you think that if you were to, if one were to be able to keep themselves in that zone all day long, all the time, do you think that it would amplify, almost like a sponge, do you think in some fashion their senses would be able to soak up more and more knowledge in a less amount of effort. I don't know. I mean, I think you put time into something and you gain knowledge, you know, the more time you put into it. It's, you know, it's a very simple math chart to me. If you put time into something, 
you get better at it or you learn more about it or et cetera, et cetera. And, I, you know, I'm sure, yeah, if you put more time into something, is it easier to... Yeah, like learning guitar gets... It's like a bell curve. At first, it's really hard, and then you kind of get in a groove and you learn a lot. But then at the end, but then when you get to like advanced levels, you have to put in so much time to get to the next. So like every level gets way harder than the level before, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Hi, Misty. How are you? Do you like red licorice? Would you like a red licorice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm gonna hold these. These are gonna be. I'm going to hold these, and I'm going to hold you to it. These are delicious. So back to what I was saying. Yes. I find that guitar or basketball or whatever it is that we all find, for me, that's like, like I don't meditate, but that's my form of meditation because it forces me to be present. When people that meditate, they're like trying to get to that point of nothing, not thinking about Oh, that's a good point. Whatever, or ha- clearing their mind, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is when I'm upset about something, or if I'm uh, stressed out, I play guitar for 20 minutes, and all of a sudden, it's like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's it like, sounds like you're able to just kind of grind it away. It's like right, just right. iron out the wrinkles. Yeah, so yeah. So it's kind of my form of meditation. And I'm sure everybody has a different thing. You know, maybe some people just doing gymnastics, or, or you know playing ping pong or whatever it is but uh yeah so but some people like to meditate and sit and be in silent and i'm not that type of person what are the commonalities that you find in those two examples of like some especially these two examples where you really like really just go you know you just get into the zones with basketball and, and guitar what what do you think are some of the commonalities between those where you feel where you feel they you know operate equally together well you have to do both daily if you want to be good and I don't play basketball daily which is why I'm not that good anymore because I don't have time but you know guitar it's like you get if you don't play for a few days you get a little rusty and you gotta sit and work and get your chops back up and it's the same thing with shooting a basketball if you don't play if you don't shoot every day all of a sudden, you know, you're a little bit off here to the left, off to the right, because it's a muscle memory thing, you know, and you have to get practice with the right form and practice many, many times over and over and over again, so that it's not thinking, which is the same as guitar. Yeah, it's like you're you're ironing out the trepidation. You're, you're getting rid of the, uh, oh, am I going to step in the wrong direction? It's right. like you've already sort of like... You know, it's kind of like when you move to a new place, kind of a like new, new new area, a whole new, I mean, especially a whole new, uh, when you first moved to California, little by little, you right. know, you're learning more and more. And now when you think of, let's say, for instance, I don't, Sherman Oaks, you, your, your brain maps a certain large area, right. you know, whereas before when you think of Sherman Oaks, you're like, wait, which direction is that in? Like, oh, I think right. these streets like, go through. If I right? said to you, hey, uh, you got to go from your house to Ventura Boulevard, you wouldn't be like, oh, I got to stop and think about this and plot it out. You're just going to go. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can th- already just in the back of your brain, it's already operating maybe fifteen or twenty different ways to get there. Right. And do you feel that that kind of happens, like almost like your your scent, your like uh, tentacles are so so stretched out there, like whiskers almost on a cat. You know, like they're yeah, just it's, way up. It's strange. The muscle, muscle memory is really weird, especially when we're talking about like physical things. Like Paulie and I were actually just talking about like when you're playing a solo, a sax solo or a guitar solo. There's so many notes in a given solo, right? And it's like. Somebody that doesn't play is like, how do you memorize all these separate little frets that you hit or little buttons you press on the sax? And it's like, it's just, you don't really remember it. You just do it so many times that your muscles remember it. The brain is weird like that. And you kind of like, just know it. Like I know like where to start and I know it, like I can sing it to myself. And then my, my hands, I've just done it the solo so many times, especially with these songs, we've done them so many times. It's like, you know, the solo just... It just comes out. And it feels like it's a, an immense sense of trust. Just trust. Trust in the fact that your fingers know where to go and how to get there. <laughs> and then trust in your fellow performers and knowing that they that you're all kind of in the yeah, unfolding is, the same uh, story to, really together. Strange, so it is really strange. I think about that, you know. It's like if you, you can psych yourself out and be like, oh, my God, we're going to go play all these 30 to 40 songs. And I got to learn. I got to remember every solo to every one. So that's why I tend to like to go over them the day of, especially if we haven't played in a little while. Then I'll, you know, it's like I said before, like you got to do repetition. So I'll just go over the solos a couple times and then be like, at that point, like you said, it's trust. It's like, I, I, I put in the work, 
as long as you put in the work, you don't have to worry about it. Like, you just go up and have fun. And yeah, you'll probably mess up here and there, but nobody will probably notice, and you'll just, and you keep going, that type of thing, you know? So, uh, yeah, just hard work. It's all it comes down to with an instrument, with the sport, with the, any kind of practice, you know? What's interesting is that um, it's also what differs each performance, whether it's playing a basketball game or playing the, playing a, a particular song you've played X amount of times. The, 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 the differential in there, it's just simply the feeling that's being put into it, the kind of vibe that's being given to it, you know? Whether it's, you know, geez, you know, all of the little things that you're dealing with with your bloody nose and everything, that vibe is going to fit in, into it in its own particular way, you know? And it's going to have its own unique performance. Um, Say so what? Are you going to do it? Are you plugging it in? We're going to play, plug the Nintendo in, everybody. We will, uh, we will talk more later. We're about to uh, plug a Nintendo in. Where'd you find this, David Bowie? Online. And how many games you said are running? Online. Oh, roughly 600. <laughs> and so which, 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 uh, which games are you most look forward, looking forward to playing? <laughs> Mario Brothers. Plumbing. Ladies and gentlemen, more on that later. This is 